Listener Production. This is the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot's podcast. AB, we were talking about our, our bucket list, or not bucket list, your New Year's resolutions the other day. Don't say those words to me. Oh, I know that you haven't stuck to yours. There's I'm one. I'm growing a human. Yeah, but you already were before that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> There's one of mine that I'd forgotten about, but I think I've been pretty good with it, and it's trying to be a little bit, a tiny bit more open-minded. I'm still very closed off, but I reckon I'm, you can tell me if I'm wrong, I think I'm 2 to 3% more open-minded than I was last year. I think you G up that you're closed off, but like behind the no, scenes, you're really like nice. I'm not saying I'm not nice, yeah, but, but I don't Yeah, but if someone said to you, oh, it's really important to me, you would do it. Okay, Like yes. you're a pushover a bit. But just people don't know that about you. Whoops, I revealed it. Yeah, let's not put that out there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) One thing I wanted to do more was try more foods, especially foods that I'd always said, yuck, but I probably hadn't tried. And one thing I'd always poo-pooed for the longest time was milk that didn't come from a teat. And I'm big on that. I almost made a T-shirt at one stage. I only trust milk that comes from a teat. Uh, So ruling out almond milk, soy milk, oat milk, This is a lot of your fun police gear from the last two years. I know, I know, I know. Um, I've been desperately craving whilst trying to eat healthier lately chocolate milk. I just, I want chocolate milk all the time, an ochre, a breaker or whatever. And I found it at uh, Woolies yesterday. Um, it's like the So Good brand of oat milk and they did a chalky milk. Oh my and, gosh. and I looked at the box and it was like 300 calories for the whole litre thing. So I was like, oh, whatever. You know, I'll try it. It was two bucks. Put it in the freezer. Had it about an hour later. I would add half the thing. It was delicious. It tasted like normal chocolate milk. I had ice in there. I couldn't tell that it was not from a teat. It tasted like milk. And it lasts way longer. Um, Alex gets that one all the time, by the way. He's bloody obsessed with it. And it's not awful for you. And it lasts ages in the fridge. It doesn't go off. Well, I'm not worried about that because I'm going to drink it in two days. It's only a litre. But dead set. Changed my life. Luke was saying to me the other day. Teat milk isn't as... Well, it's cracked up to me. Well, no, it's still the best, but this was it was not bad at all. Luke was saying the other day that apparently, because he does marathons and everything, you were saying it's a big thing people use for recovery is chalky milk. Is that right? Yeah, chalky milk's pretty much about as effective as any protein shake. Yeah. But wait, they'd need the dairy one, surely. Like an oat one isn't going to do the job. Well, anything that's got protein in it, I don't know if oat milk's got a high amount of protein, but yeah. That blows my mind because the last thing doesn't. I'd want to do after if I was to go on a big run or a big walk is is go glug glug with milky substance yeah, in my guts. It's not on my list, that's yeah. for sure. But um, Ned Brockman, AB, he just brought out a chalky milk and, and iced coffee thing and that's like his big thing. He's, yeah. He swears by it. I'm keen to try it because what's it's it called, good. Ned's? Yeah. But is it better it's than Nippies? No, nothing is better than but Nippies. Yeah, we haven't even tried it yet to know that no, it's not better than Nippies. I've, I just told you I have. You okay, didn't listen Nippies to me. is out of this world. Ice honeycomb Nippies is the best flavoured milk drink on this planet. I just love that my husband drives all the way to the golf course to <laughs> yeah, buy Nippies. Yeah, yeah. Not to play golf. He walks in, <laughs> buys the Nippies and leaves. How many holes? None, thanks. Just, just the ice the coffee. Nippies, He's a machine. Anyway, uh, let's look at the show today. Uh, I I had overnight my favourite ever friend request. Social media, especially Facebook, normally a punish. I I almost wet myself as to what happened last night. I shared that story. I think by the time this you're listening to this, it's probably on our Instagram page to rush out. Yes, KLD. working yep. on that now. Yep. Uh, what else do we have? Katie Osborne from Bluebird. What Kitchen. a delight! Mm. 
you want to get to know her and also follow their journey because they're putting Queensland on the map well, they internationally. Bar- professional barbecuers, they compete. It's an actual sport and it's rigorous. Um, and you're heading over to Dallas, Fort Worth in a couple of weeks. And we had Shane Webke join us as yep. well. Yep. Big Webby. He's doing some wonderful stuff with uh, Clermont. They mm. actually run an event and they've had some huge fundraising figures of late, which is great to hear. And uh, round it out with Queensland man v Florida man. We're hoping to Shock have- in that one, by the way. True. The last story? Yeah. Yeah. I, we're hoping to have some big-ish Queensland, Florida man news over the next few days. Yes, Fingers we are. Crossed. Fingers crossed. So that's Luke's as, like, kill me. That's <laughs> as exciting as our life gets. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Last night I laughed the hardest I reckon I've laughed in uh, two years. And... It was the only time I've ever belly laughed just sitting there by myself. To the, totally I, alone. Totally alone. I had the dog sitting next to me, but I was crying. I and, and I want to cry now because it was so funny at the time. <laughs> but it was just one of those beautiful moments. I was caught by surprise. I was on um, I was on Facebook and I went through my uh, friend request. I don't do a lot because there's a lot of uh, fake people online now. Not as in flogs, as in literal fake robots and whatever spam so, accounts. Yeah, so I don't bother checking it very often. Um, I was going through some friend requests last night and I saw one popped up that looked like a, well, it was a legit person who said, you got two mutual friends and I checked him out, that checked out, whatever. Um, and on their, their photo, uh, their photo was the best part. So their photo was of um, just like a cartoon hand uh, with the pointer finger raised to the air with like a halo around it, like a holy sort of royal thing. Oh, that's strange. Like, why would that be the representation of who you are on social media? Did he have long hair? No. It was just the pointer finger, just oh, up okay. in the air with, right. with the halo around it. And then I looked at the name underneath it. I've been sent a, a friend request by John Hoppelati. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ex-NRL bum poker, unfortunately, <laughs> as he was known. And it was just... <laughs> Once I'd made sense of what had happened, I just I sat there for a good twenty minutes just laughing. You know, in Brisbane, yeah. there's a uh, building in the mm. CBD mm. on like Creek Street, Wall Street kind of area, um, <laughs> and there's a statue outside of it with this hand that's like this. Yeah, and well, and famously people can't see what you're holding up. Well, with by the, the way. finger up okay, and the others you. down. Anyway, yeah. famously, it was like a meeting spot, and you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, meet me outside Hopperwadi House." Right. It's. What a legacy. Mm, I know. It was the best friend request I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> Did you accept? I know it's obviously a spam. Well, yeah, I do know him. Not not that oh, well. I, I played... It's actually him? No, it's him. It's legit him. So I accepted. I, I played a charity game of footy with him a couple of years ago, and, and I kid you so not, he to this day, leans into this. he owns it. So he runs on the field. He comes off the bench for this charity side. He holds his finger up in the air. He puts a rubber glove on, and then he goes after the first bum he can find. <laughs> he, he's not changed. It was outstanding. I don't know whether to be impressed or frightened. Oh, I think at this stage you just know <laughs> yeah, that you okay. give him a clap. Play on. Yeah. Over the weekend, a professional golfer has shared some footage of her practicing at a driving range. She's just having a little play with her swing, hitting some balls when this interaction occurs. Excuse me. What you're doing there, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be right through. Follow through. No, you're doing too slow on the way up. Uh, okay, I'm I'm going through um, I'm going through a swing change at the minute. So everything. Uh, no, 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 no
about, you know, having playing off 20 years. What we need to do is, is follow through a lot quicker than what you're doing there right now. Now, the audio is a bit dodgy, but basically it's this golfer called Georgia Ball and she is practicing her swing when this bloke chimes in. He's like, excuse me, I've noticed your swing's a little bit slow at the beginning. I've been playing golf for 20 years. I just thought I'd like let you know, you know, you should improve it this way. It goes on. She continues doing her swing her way, smashes it. And he goes, yes, he, like I told you, if you change it this way, she was very polite. And uh, very, very classy throughout the entire interaction. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is that she is a professional touring PGA golfer. And this random bloke at the driving range Mm. thinks that he has the audacity to explain to her how to golf. So I'd love to know on 13353, when have you got unsolicited advice, Queensland? It doesn't have to be necessarily sport-related. For instance, my dad used to have timber and hardware stores. And he knew a bit about timber and trades and whatever else. We had a builder once who tried to tell him that this like certain type of timber wasn't available and that's why everything was so delayed. Did this huge spiel. Oh, yeah, nah. Unfortunately, the Australian government's changed these laws. Dad was literally a timber expert export guy. <laughs> he was like, I don't think that's quite true, mate. I-, I reckon you have got the timber. No worries. But has someone ever tried to tell you something that isn't your level of expertise and they've been wrong? Well, and it doesn't even have to be that. Sometimes you just don't want to hear it. I, I remember I was on a date at a bowling alley. I was 15 or 16. I was on a date. All I was trying to do is get close to this girl and kiss her and cuddle her from time to time. I had one of the pros there human. as we're bowling, and I think we were bowling on bumpers that was coming over trying to give us te- te- technique tips on how we could. Nobody like, wants help to bowl. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not interested in bowling, to be honest with you. All I want to do is kiss and cuddle. But does anyone go to bowling to be like, I can't wait no. to improve my game and then become a professional? Yeah. No. No, thank you. Ridiculous. One triple three five three. We have had a call from Glenda, was it, Luke? Oh, yeah. Glenda's a teacher in Cairns. She uh, says that some parents try and tell her how to teach their kids all the time. Oh, good. I will never do that because I'm going to struggle with my kids' homework from year two onwards. So not happening, but we'll uh, go to the phones now. Yeah, Mick in Cairns, tell us your story, mate. What do you got? Uh, pretty well any time I go outside to lawn mow, whip a snip, put something up, I get, uh, oh, I'd do it this way. I'd do it that way if I was doing it. So I sort of turned around and go, well, you're quite welcome to, and I'll go and sit in the air conditioner. <laughs> okay, I, I really thought you were going to be talking about neighbours here, Mick, but you're talking about uh, your beloved in your home, I'm assuming? Yes, that would okay. be the one. Yeah. Ah, of course, of course. The one. I, I used yeah. to get that, and it's so frustrating, Mick, as a young fella, when you first get given the job of mowing the lawn. It's quite the responsibility, but, you know, your dad teaches you how to, and then you do it. But as soon as you start, you mow one strip, and he ter- comes over, turns the mower off, and tells you 12 things you're doing wrong. Is it everyone's dad on this earth that hates handing it's, it's, over it's responsibilities? The They've got control Dads, issues. This is all your fault. This is where unsolicited <laughs> advice where, That started. was a dad, for sure. Far out. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. AB, I always thought my Uncle David was the most famous person from Warwick. Wayne why. Bennett's from near Warwick. All oh, right, okay. well, he might have it. Well, Michael David <laughs> has an acreage and a beard. Always thought he was special. However, he does not compare to our guests today. Uh, from Bluebird Kitchen and Smokehouse, they are in the game of barbecuing professionally. Uh, joining us, well, Katie and Jim Osborne. Katie joins us today. Hello, Katie. How are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, I, look, I, I do want to get into the meat stuff because that's actually an impressive thing here, but I'm just fascinated. My uncle said everyone in Warwick always knows each other. <laughs> David Lovejoy, do you have a connection to him? 
Lovejoy. I don't think so, but God I do it. know the name. Right, okay. He's fake. He oh, doesn't he really live there. Anyway, to the real stuff now. Uh, you guys have been competing <laughs> over in the States. The top pit masters in the world have been doing so. The game of barbecuing professionally, can you tell us how that works and how you got right into it? Oh, it's a pretty wild story, to be honest. We opened up Bluebird in 2015 and... Um, I had two small children and then I was just exhausted and stressed and sick of being at home and I needed some time away. And so I found a barbecue comp in Brisbane in 2017 and I thought, oh, this looks like fun. It's going to be great. And signed us up without having any idea of what we were doing. And then we just kind of got bit. And now here we are and we've just sort of molded our whole life around competitive barbecue. And it's been such a journey and taking me and my husband and kids to some pretty amazing places. I mean, it's incredible, Katie. I got real. I like went down the rabbit hole of watching all the pitmasters shows. It's an incredibly competitive industry and so expensive, so time consuming. You're headed over to Kansas City. I mean, how does someone run a business and do these competitions on the side? Oh, it's pretty wild. We've got an amazing team here um, at the shop, which has allowed us to, to do these journeys, and it's really fantastic. So for the last two years, we've gone over to Kansas and competed at the World Series, the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. Um, and during those times, if we've, like some of the staff have had time off, which has been really fantastic, meaning they don't have to have the stress of running a business, which is obviously quite a lot of work. But this year, year and in fact in two weeks time I'm heading over to the World State Cook-Off Association uh, World Championships and I'm actually taking one of our staff members with me then he's coming over to experience uh, Fort Worth, Texas for all it's worth as well and so I'm really excited to be able to take it over. That is pretty cool for work that is pretty cool. So Katie you're competing in Meat Stock Toowoomba next week which is a huge event in itself. I'm I'm fascinated to know I watched a movie on the weekend it's called Black Swan it's about ballet and what shocked me about ballet. I'm really interested to see how this ties in There is a tie in. What what shocked me about ballet is the competitive nature of it and that ballerinas are assholes to each other is that the same in barbecuing? Do you guys, you. thank you, do you sabotage each other's sausages, so to speak? <laughs> Look, we try not to be assholes. Okay. Uh, sometimes it comes through. Katie is the <laughs> Natalie Portman of barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. You segued really well with that one. Thank um, you. <laughs> generally, all speaking, really quite nice. Everyone's really supportive and really encouraging of everyone doing really well. And it's really, really cool to see some of your friends who perhaps haven't had great runs get their names called and do a walk-up, and that's really, really, really cool. All right, well, there's a couple of things here. Meet Stock Toowoomba next week. If you are in the Darling Downs, or maybe you're sitting listening in bloody, I don't know, towns are right now, this is an event that's worth heading down for. So Meat Stock Toowoomba, have a Google, check out there. Also, Bluebird Kitchen and Smokehouse, you'll find them on socials. Katie Osborne, our Black Swan, we appreciate your time. (laughs) Hey, good luck in Dallas as well. Hey, Black Swan could be a recipe option. Thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it. Had a bit of an awkward interaction at the hardware store yesterday, Elliot. Now, I've been doing a bit of gardening about the place. What happens is I buy plants for the outdoor and indoor. They die inevitably. I get sad about it. And then I decide that I've reinvented myself and I'm suddenly a plant person again. So I go and rebuy plants. And then I have to move all your dead plants when Correct. you move house like last Correct. time. Correct. But I'm proper into it now. Like okay. I've been researching where they're meant to go. And as a result, I needed to buy a few things. So right. I went to the hardware store, added my items up at the front. Um, the girl working there, scanned them all in. She gave me a bit of a strange look and she was like, oh, so what are you getting up to? I was like, oh, just some gardening stuff. She was like, okay, cool, cool. Sort of standoffish. 
Like, we're both girls. Can't you just have a bit more interaction with me? Be relatable to the fact that I'm trying to do some gardening? Right. Walked out of the shop, got my receipt, got into the car, just checked the receipt to make sure everything was all right. And it was in that moment that my true crime loving self had a bit of a realisation. Perhaps this girl was being quite cautious and alert to the fact that I went into the <laughs> to the hardware store and purchased zip ties, <laughs> electrical tape, <laughs> and garbage bags only. In my defence, the zip ties are because I'm trying to do a hanging plant thing I don't that I'm fe- attaching to, to the fence. Zip ties, mate. The tape is for an old wire that I want to stick to the sure. side and then garbage bags I just yep. needed. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Am I going to be on a watch list or something somewhere? Is there footage of me that they're replaying at the head office just going, if this girl ends up being involved in anything, we have evidence already. You know what I'm fascinated by is the fact that you said at the start of this year your big bucket list thing was to start painting and you said you've been too tired to do that yet you're remodelling your whole backyard. Are you really that fascinated? Like you know who I am as a person. I'm not fascinated by I'm questioning your life. Anyway, can I borrow your chainsaw this weekend as well? <laughs> I, I do require that. Queensland on Land Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Our next guest is an amazing human being and what he does now with Channel 7 and what he did on the football field. You know, won premierships and broken arms, yada, yada. Uh, this is the kind of bloke, doesn't matter how many nights things I say about him. When I intro him, he's going to insult me. So hello, Shane Webkey. <laughs> hello, Elliot. AB, how are you? I'm great, it is. It's lovely to talk to you. I just um, I tend to move straight to, in, in any conversation, to the dominant part of the other, <laughs> of the other party, you know. Um, and having listened to your program from time to time, hmm. it's clear to me who's leading the show. So I just thought I'd go straight there, AB, if that's okay for you. All right, it's just up. the stuff of dreams for so me. Don't worry about it, Webkey. You're a diehard fan. Anyway, uh, you actually have been part of an event that's been an amazing one now for, for almost eight years total, uh, Webby. The Clermont Charity Gala over the weekend, raising money for Beyond Blue. Uh, you did it again. What stands out is the amount of money that's raised every year. Why is it something, I suppose, that you're so keen to get involved with? It was born out of a, um, a conversation with a bloke that I know of there now quite well, and, and that's Jay Kennedy. So him and his wife, Erin, are responsible for this, and also a, a team of volunteers. Obviously, these things are um, always a, a factor of a lot of people being involved. But he, um, you know, he had a few of his own challenges, um, mm. and he got through them, uh, courtesy of some help. Uh, like the, the help that Beyond Blue gives, uh, and he wanted to give back, uh, and so he, he came up the notion with this this um, gala, and that's exactly what it's turned into. I, I did, it was my fourth event on the weekend that I've been to, uh, so I do it every two year, every two years. So over the period of the last six years, we've done four of these events, and every year it's grown, and that's testament to them and their effort, and um, they do a stunning job and. And I think there's 460-odd people there on, on the weekend. Um, and, and I think if you think about in, in the bush, uh, there is from time to time when things are tough. Um, and because of the nature of living remotely, at, um, there is always the danger um, of you know mental illness and things sort of settling into people before they even realise it. So it's a very important thing, particularly in the country. It's important everywhere, uh, but there are some challenges uh, for country people that things like Beyond Blue are very, very good for. So it's a very easy thing to be part of. But more than that, and and probably uh, why they keep. Um, you know, it's easy to entice me to one of these uh, these events. Is that the people are just a great. 
welcoming country people, there for a good time. Everybody has a drink and a feed and a laugh and um, just a really easy thing to be part of. I mean, that's the thing about you, Webby. Obviously, you've got all of the football prowess, but you are a country boy at heart. You're a farmer. Isn't it just so exciting to get farmers to actually take a day off as well and attend an event like this? Like, it must be rare. It is, but farmers being farmers, I mean, I'm... I would have had a thousand conversations and most of them were about how the season was and how their grain's growing and what their cattle and sheep are doing. So they might have a day off, but they never have a proper day off. Well, Webby, you're a better bloke than you let on. I saw you advertising a new farmhand at, at Webkey Properties in the Darling Downs the other day. I have applied for that, so <laughs> I look forward to spending every single day with you moving forward. Well, look, it's like this, Elliot, where the vetting process has uh, already knocked you out. Um, <laughs> so I haven't even reached interview status. But anyway, that's fine. Whether you don't even want to see the guy's hands, they're gentle as a baby's bottom. He could never. I'm playing with my friendship bracelet right now. Uh, <laughs> Shane Webke, best in the business. Appreciate your time, mate. We'll uh, we'll call you soon. You'll insult me, then we'll get you on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, it was really good to talk to you. <laughs> Frog. <laughs> Thank you, mate. See you, Elliot. And really well done to the people of Clermont who raised 60 grand at that event on Saturday for Beyond Blue. Shout out to Kennedy Livestock who organised it. They reckon they've had 200,000 over the last eight years of the event. Really well done. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. AB, did you ever see the movie with Jim Carrey, one of his only serious ones, The Number 23? No. Okay. So, but I love a Jim Carrey film. Yeah, and, and he was really good in this underrated flick. But basically, if you haven't seen the film, the concept behind it was the number twenty three itself was following Jim Carrey everywhere. It felt like everything he saw added up to this number. He became obsessed with it, and he couldn't stand it. Isn't that Michael Jordan's number? Yes, correct. <laughs> Great sportsing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Look at me go. I've had this is released in two thousand six. Eighteen years on, I've had my own real life number twenty three moment, and it's been doing my nana. My brother has this, by the way. Right. He reckons every single time he looks at a clock, it's 11. Right, okay. Either it's 11 o'clock or something 11. Mine isn't a number, but a formulation, if you will, of letters together that make a word. (sighs) So my most hated word in the entire world, as you know, is champ. Why do I hate that world? Well, by the way, if you don't know, if you get called, if you call someone champ in prison, you're going to get beat the snot out of you. Yeah, don't it's not a that. compliment no, in Australia no. anymore. No, champ, I hate it. I, I actually hate it. It's my moist. I can't stand it. Anyway, but moist describes chocolate cake. <laughs> moist champ. Anyway, so last few months, right, I've been trying the boxing thing. That's my midlife crisis. Really enjoying it. I've gotten to a point now where we've started sparring, which is like hitting each other, but not really hitting each other, wearing headgear and just having fun. But for that, of course, you need protection on your head. And the big one for me, because I've got a million dollar smile, is that I need to protect my teeth with a mouth guard. The champers. Yes. Or the champers. Um... So I'd been speaking to this company over email for a little while. I wanted to get a, a special Indigenous mouth guard made up, which oh, I was really cool. excited about. It, it arrived today, and, and it looks outstanding. I'm pulling it out of its case now. It's got the Aboriginal flag on it. It's it's beautiful. Wow. I've been emailing this group for, oh, I reckon, a month to get this custom-made properly, get the imaging properly and all of that. And what, <laughs> what I hadn't realised... Is the company's called Champ. <laughs> Champ Mouthguards. Not only that, there's a big Champ logo on the back of the mouthguard. So, Can you uh, see it visibly when you've got your mouth on? Well, I probably will because as I wear it now, I'll probably be getting punctured enough. My whole mouth will be open. <laughs> but Where does it say it on the side? It's on the side. It's on the logo. So I've teamed up. 
Like, I'm not saying I'm a sponsored athlete by Champ Mouthguards, but... Yeah, but instead of, like, making mm. your own mm. wrestle- boxer yeah. name, yeah. you could just go with what's on there already and make it the look champ. like you are sponsored. The champ. <laughs> the champ is here. The champ is here. For like God's in sakes. Muhammad Ali did that. That's a good omen. <laughs> That's more good sportsing. <laughs> You're two for two. Good job. <laughs> Producer Luke is here as well. A Queensland man. Florida man. A Queensland man. Some of the strangest stories come out of the state of Florida. Florida produces some of the loosest units in America, and likewise, so do we in Australia. Proudly so. So we play this game where I'm going to tell you a bunch of news stories. You have to tell me whether they happen to a man in Queensland or a man in Florida. We'll fire away with number one. I've got producer Luke in here as well. A man was arrested in a joint operation after he was caught climbing a cellular tower in order to get better phone signal. He also was live streaming it to his social media at the time. I just, I feel like if you're out of reception somewhere in Queensland, there's no one in the bush that's out there dumb enough to do that. High probability you'll uh, have no signal in Queensland. It's it's a Florida man for me. I'll go Florida as well. You are correct. It was in Hillsborough County. And yeah, he didn't have signal, so he was climbing it, but also live streaming it. Bro, you've got enough to live stream. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. That's what a good point. <laughs> uh, a thief was busted breaking into police cars while the police were inside having a commission meeting. <laughs> they came out and caught him. Uh, I think that happened in Queensland. Well, you seem confident, so I'm just going to ride on your coattails okay. here. Unfortunately, oh, it was Florida. You're an idiot. <laughs> Polk City. Um, they busted the guy, Mark Bryan. He was breaking into police cars and uh, caught him, and he had stolen an owner's manual to the car. That's all he got. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's like the guy sure. that broke into the library the other day. Yeah, <laughs> just as bad. Yep. Okay, a uh, man banned from every single store of one grocery chain in the country after he was busted vandalising. Oh, can you imagine being banned from Coles or Woolies? Like, you'd rule out 50% of supermarkets in the entire country. Was that the? Was that what it was, like a Coles or a Woolies, something similar? Similar, okay. yeah. I don't think that Coles and Woolies would have the cojones to do it because they're still infighting about yeah. the Australia Day stuff. So I'm going to say that happened in Florida. I It's got to happen in Florida as well. I feel like it would have been a bigger story if it happened in Queensland. Queensland man accused of vandalising <laughs> multiple Woolworths stores has been ordered to never go within 50 metres of uh, any of their supermarkets. And he was vandalising the stores after the company's decision to not sell Australia Day merchandise. <laughs> like, be mad, bro, but don't actually vandalise the store. He said that, like, if he's in wherever, let, let's say he's in Toowoomba and he's at the Mackay Woolies somewhere. They'll have his pickup. Well, you think the duty manager at the Mackay Woolies can be asked kicking that bloke out? No, get your Yopro yogurt and get out. I True. love the idea, though, that just yeah. in the staff tea room there is this giant poster of this man's face. Because how many people Surely have been banned? Surely he's not the first either. How many people have been banned from the entire country, though? I feel like Woolies would have yeah. the technology, though. Maybe they got face recognition. To, anyway, oh. look, the bloke lives in Brisbane, so he's going to have a hard time going out to Cairns Woolies every single week to get his supplies and hope for the best. That's outstanding. All right, uh, we're out of here. If you want to catch us uh, before tomorrow, Instagram rush our QLD. You can see our, our friendship bracelets for each other. They're yes, up there too. I, I still have mine on. Mine's over here somewhere. My oh, so you actually, don't actually wear yours. Well, I got it. I tied mine tight. You tied mine like I was a big heifer with huge wrists. Mine I'll fix fit. that. I'll fix that well, for you. Yeah, sort that out. Anyway, my nan takes. 
me. She watches all their stuff. Apparently it was on Facebook. She said, would you make me and... and oh, my gosh. Oh. Yes, immediately, if not sooner. I said, yes, but yours won't say what AB says, which is shit for brains. <laughs> yeah, you'll be a bit nicer with have, her, will you? Have an old shit for brains. Anyway, have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> this is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.